Right. Different perspective on it. I think Doc Rivers needs to take some responsibility, fam. You set up right. a defensive play in which, where if there is a switch, the switch occurs for Paul George. Be him coming back forward, man. Nah, no shot. No, I think the you only way he comes back in series, I think I think the only way he comes back in a series in the game seven. That's you the know, only if you lose yeah, game five and six, yeah, without Westbrook playing, and he could have played, Mike D'Antoni gets sacked. I hope you know that. Probably gets sacked uh, anyway. Possibly first round exit. Again. But let's say let's say, let's say let's say Luca gets to the NBA Finals now. So what are we now going to start saying by the end of the season? We're taking Luca over Harden. Eyes on the ball. Welcome to Eyes on the Ball. We're back once again with a good episode. Obviously, back to talking NBA playoffs. Um, a lot's gone on. I think all the game fours have been played. And as we do, we'll probably break down each series or, you know, each of the interesting series. Some sweeps have already been taken place. And, um, yeah, some series have already been wrapped up. But let's get started, man. Where do you guys want to start? Uh, I think I think it's only right we start with uh, the boy Luca and the Clippers. Versus the Clippers, rather. Um, yeah, man, the shot, the shot heard all around the world, man. Um, Literally. Bro, like obviously, we don't even need to delve into how special this guy is, man. I think everyone who watches basketball and appreciates the the art form that it is can appreciate what Luca Doncic brings to the table. Um, but yeah, man, just from a, a technical standpoint, um, a lot of blame is being shifted onto Kawhi obviously for not guarding Luca for the last shot. Um, if you watch the gameplay, uh, obviously there was, there was a switch right at the end. Um, I don't think you could have done much about it, really and truly. Um, but if, like throughout the game, I think Kawhi guarded Luke for the majority of the game anyway. Um, but for that last shot, you could say, yeah, man, you're also the best defender on your team. Has to take and you have to fight over that. And you know where the ball's course. going. You know where the ball's going. Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's a thing where, irrespective of the fact that Luka Doncic is, probably, is the worst, statistically the worst three-point shooter on that team, um, even though those numbers are a bit jaded, of course, because he takes more contested threes than anyone else. But irrespective mm-hmm. of, that, of that fact, you know that End of the day, he's taking that shot and it's going to be a free in it. So you have to set up in the right way to where Paul George or Kawhi have to take him in it, preferably Kawhi in it. But um, yeah, man, apart from that, boy, like, it was an amazing shot, man. It's a thing where this, 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 these kind of shots, these kind of plays is what, is what legacies are made of, man. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's very good standing there, man. Um, you guys can, can talk about Luca. I'll get on to Paul George later, but if you man, anything else to say, go for it. Yeah, man. Um, um, in terms of what you said, definitely agree with everything you said. I, t- I take a slight different perspective on it. I think Doc Rivers needs to take some responsibility, fam. You set up right. a defensive play in which, where if there is a switch, the switch occurs for Paul George because you know where the ball's going. Do you get no, what I'm wait, saying? Sorry, Daniel, to interrupt here, he actually said in his post game presser that he wanted Reggie Jackson to deny Luca. Do you know what I mean? So he was basically saying that. It was the right play. Switch, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But we don't want Luca handling this. Like, yeah, which which which, which I totally disagree with. Yeah, Reggie exactly. Jackson is, is a good defender, but fam, you've got Paul George and Kawhi, and the reason why you bring Paul George and Kawhi, fam, the two we didn't just like 
go mad when the Clippers manage to get Kawhi and Paul George because of their attacking ability. It's also because they're two of the best defensive, if not two of the best um, defensive wings. Mike and Scott, you fam. Bro, defensive wings in the league. So, like, it's, it's, it's for situations like this that you brought these two guys to your team. For, for last plays against the best player on the opposing team for, for, for complete shutdowns. And this is now two occasions where players have taken the last shots last shot against the Clippers and have made it. Think back to the bubble, Devin Booker hit his um, last shot against the Clippers over Paul George and Kawhi. I think it was both of them who even yep. tried to, to um, get the stop and Devin Booker hit it. And now Doncic hits a free over Reggie Jackson in which Kawhi or Paul George should be guarding the guy. So, yeah, man, fam, in my opinion, definitely poor stuff. Blame needs to go to Doc Rivers for that. Blame needs to go to Kawhi for not taking the responsibility. If you look at mass media in America, especially one of the things they always say about LeBron is maybe not taking up the challenge. And yes, you say Kawhi took up the challenge for the majority of the game. However, the pivotal seconds, the pivotal time, do you get what I'm saying? Credit does go to Kawhi though, because people forget, people easily forget the the dish to Marcus Morris for the free. I thought that actually killed the game off. I thought that would have asked the game in it. Credit goes to Kawhi Same. for that, showing himself to be. I think he's improving as a playmaker. I can't lie to you, improving definitely. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Kawhi, Kawhi is improving as a playmaker, but to an extent. <laughs> to an extent, but um. Yeah, man, it's, it all comes down to that last play. He's got to be on Doncic or Paul George has got to be on Doncic. Just to make a quick point to round it up as well, um, for on my side, Luca, man, th- that guy's going to be serious, man. Luca's going to be a serious player. I keep saying, when I speak to you, man, off the mic, I say, like, this guy's footwork isn't even, like, it's not like it's, like, mind-boggling, like, this guy's moving quick. Like, he takes his time. He makes space for himself. He creates time for himself, like, when he has no right to, do you get what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just like in awe of this guy, like he's he, he, without Paul Zingas. And that's what's key, like this was all without Paul Zingas. He was able to get the job done 2 2, go into game four now with Paul Zingas, with the opportunity to go 3 2 up. And really and truly, if, if they go 3 2 up. No, tonight, no, no. News got, just got dropped. Paul Zingas ain't playing tonight. Oh, yeah, ain't playing yeah, tonight. He's out, yeah, he's out, he's oh, man. Oh, man. Tonight. Tight. But all yeah. On Luca's shoulders again. If he, to be fair, if he does it again, 3-2, and there's the potential of Pozingas playing in game game six, bro, yeah. it could be long. could be long, man. But yeah, if man. he wins this game again without him, oh my days. It's going to be scary scene. <laughs> this is like an all-time great series. Literally. Literally. Um, but, yeah, man. You man, you man have touched on it, specifically you, Daniel. Luke is just special, fam. Like, uh, let me ask you, man, a question. Is he a top five player in the NBA right now? Considering the guy, not considering the guys that are injured, and Josh, you pull uh, that face, but really and truly, what the guy's doing is special. From the guy averaged basically a thirty-point triple double in the regular we're not, season. We're, we're, we're not going to do that, man. I'm someone that's very against short-term memory, man. And the people that I heard of him, I believe that they have larger catalogs than him. I feel like they've done more in their careers than him already. Not to say that he has. So who who do you, who do you put ahead of him? Or where do you where do you rank him? Uh, he's a top ten. Because we yeah, obviously. Top. You got top, top 10, ten, but not top five, bro. You got to think. You got LeBron. You got KD. You got Harden. KD's got injured. Steph. KD's injured. Are you saying? You saying? You not, not considering. In- okay, cool. So you got you got yeah. LeBron. You got um Harden. You got Giannis. You got AD. You got uh, Kawhi. Uh, you got Kawhi. 
Yeah, but he's he's not he's not he's not top five. I think yeah, he's not top five, five, man. Come on, he's he's, he's, def- five, he's definitely a, a you got Dame as well, bro. I mean, come on, man. I mean, yeah, he's a top ten player. Some people for take sure. him over Dame. Yeah, but I don't want us to do this thing because last week we were saying Dame's the best player in the league. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so we, you, like, we can't... one of you said that, not me. No, I said one he's the best. I said he's, I never said he's the best in the league. I said he's the best point guard right now, and oh, I yeah, still yeah, I still yeah, stick yeah. by that based on based on the like the body of work. It's yeah, not because of one series. Year, so sure. Yeah, exactly. So definitely. But um, yeah, I think maybe it might be a bit premature to say top five, but them conversations are already being had. But. Yeah, I, I ain't trying to hear that, man. But yeah, no, nah, he's, he's definitely I think he's definitely top 10. Hmm. Oh, like an, another, another, like, of his, um, of his box, one that jumped out to me was the 17 rebounds, man. Um, someone that's not even athletically dominant, being able to grab so many boards. Um, his assist numbers, of course, we already know what he can do um, uh, assist-wise. But yeah, man, he's a very all-rounded player, man. I think for him, the next step of his evolution is being able to um, guard consistently um, defensive consistently. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's going to be a, a big thing for him in, in terms of his yeah. next level development. Um, it has improved since he's entered the league um, but of course we all, we all know that players who have so much of the offensive load generally um, they're not required to do so much on the defensive and then you look at LeBron for example, he can defend yes but We've seen large portions of the, the regular season. He doesn't really take the, the hardest offensive assignment because mm. as well as scoring, he has to assist as well. And you know what I mean, I thought a lot Lucas of the same of the same ilk, the same um kind of like build. Um unlike players like Kawhi, for example, um, they can, I think, uh take on that hardest offensive assignment because they're not required to find their teammates for open shots and stuff like that. They just literally mm. have, to, have to score like KD as well, winning for that um, for that matter. But um yeah, bro, on to Paul George. I'm not, I'm not no, gonna, no, I'm let, not, me, let me talk, let me wrap up a little bit on Luca. Man. Yeah, go on. Go um, on if we're being honest, a lot of the guys that are fringe top 10 guys got exposed this, this postseason, fam. Um, mm. For me, Jokic has been exposed because Donovan Mitchell is picking his bones to pieces. Like, Donovan Mitchell's getting whatever he wants. Jokic can't mm. move his feet out on the perimeter and he doesn't protect the rim. So he's mm. been exposed this postseason for me. He might be putting up good numbers, but they can't mm. guard a cold right now. And they're 3-1 down. For me, that's the exposure. Yeah. Joel Embiid, every year we say, when's he going to get in shape? Um, when's he going to be dominant in the paint? Like, why is he standing out on the three-point line? Paul George, a guy people consider top 10, he's been exposed this year. Uh, we already know George Paul is not really the guy you can rely on. I just feel like Luca, Sam. He's doing a madness right now, and there's no way you can't put him in the top 10. And I don't even think it's a three just to have conversations about top five, because we might say AD, and I know AD is obviously dominant on both ends, but we see him, you know, have moments where he has five points and a half or disappears, and he can't control the game the way Luca does, because Luca always has the ball in his hands. I'm not saying that um, he's a better player than AD. I'm just saying the way that he impacts the game, it's like you always have a chance to win when he's on your team. You know what I'm saying? There's very few players you can say that about. I just think, yeah, yeah I think there's, I think there's one side to it. Yeah, you, maybe you can have the debate, but I, don't, I, I think it will be, it's, it's still, 
you still need to relax on that kind of debate. Do you get what I'm saying? Because I think there's 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 two different arguments. Who would you want to start a franchise with? Luke or AD, Luke or Giannis? Because that's obviously... But the then again, who, who would you pick for a series? Would you pick... It depends on the team. It depends on the team. Like, like obviously, yes. If you want to say, oh, if I if I take Luca and then I'm allowed to build, like fill out the rest of the squad, then maybe it makes sense. But you could say the same for AD. If I if I have AD and I'm allowed to pick the rest of the squad that I want, I know the right players to put around AD no, for me to be successful. No, but the re- the reason why I don't really hear that who would you start your franchise argument. Um, to do with like who who the, who the best players are is because AD it's has different. A large yeah, it's different. It of well, course, man. exactly. So like it's not. It's not really. A, that's what I was even. Uh, I was gonna touch on. Right, it? I was gonna say that's that. I tried to. That's why I asked. Who are you taking in a playoff series? If someone said you you're building the team and it's a fantasy draft, AD and Luke are available. Who are you taking? As yeah, your but first even those argue that argument I don't like either because there's so many situations where there's guys who rise up in the playoff situations as opposed to the guys who play very very well in the regular season like those those yeah, fam, yeah. what you do in the playoffs is more valuable if you're if you're a guy that rises to the occasion in the playoffs and another guy um puts up big numbers in the regular season but ain't the same guy in the playoffs and you're taking the guy that rises in the playoffs yeah but if, let's thought, say let's say let's say let's say luca gets to the nba finals now so what are we now going to start saying by the end of the season we're taking luca over harden I don't think that that's uh, fair, but some people could definitely argue that, fam, because Harden's had enough to get to the NBA Finals, man, and he ain't done it. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I do and hear obviously, Harden's got the regular season to, MVPs, but that's yeah, it. No, I do hear that, but even to answer that question, I, I, if, if, you have, if you have to pick a player for the playoffs, I think, I, I think I'll take Doncic over AD, simply because I feel like we would pay that Doncic. Someone that can... Provide and get his own is so valuable, isn't it? Because yeah. with a player like AD, he would struggle without having a playmaker on his side, isn't it? You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So, of That's course, it depends point. on what kind of players you do. Um, That's what I'm saying. It around. depends on what you f- how you feel like. You do, yeah, you do feel them around, but I'm saying with a player like Doncic, because he is self-sufficient, um, regardless of who he's around, he can have a decent playoff series, isn't it? If that makes sense. Isn't it? That's what I'm saying. If you don't give AD a playmaker. It's not like he can go out and get his own kind of thing, innit? So, and let's yeah, also bear in mind, you know, we might judge him solely on what he's done in the NBA, but he's proven himself in the EuroLeague as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you, might, you might say that, but AD, I think, I believe AD's got a top 10, and that's that's playing for the Pelicans. He's got a top 10 um, scoring, like, highest... Oh, what is it? Highest points per, points game. per game in a, in a... Highest points per game in the playoff, like, in the playoffs. I think he's in the top ten of that, in it. So obviously he does need a playmaker, but fam, he can he can get his own. Don't get twisted. And then he's got the other side of the floor, fam. He can guard one through five, in my opinion. And that's someone you need on your team as well in the playoff situations, like fam. Final plays. Are you, are you going? If if you switch, yeah. If I'm a shooter and and I switch and it's Harden and Doncic is the guy guarding me, you think I'm not laughing? So boy, like it's it just it's just it's a toss up, in it. No, but that's what I'm saying, fam. The fact that we can have those conversations about him in the second year to show that he's in uncharted waters. Yeah. But um, Josh, let's move on to the Clippers, man. Josh, uh, George, the fraudulent man. Clippers. Yeah, man. I want Bro. Josh to take this one still. 
I'm 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 not I'm not even gonna kill him too much, yeah. Now he's kill him, my friend. <laughs> now, 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 now he's known to me as fraud, George, in it. But there's there's a few things. There's a few things I want to touch on. One thing I'm gonna touch on is um I'm going back to our previous conversation, previous two conversations even. I said it, I said it both times. The arrogance of the Clippers, bro. I go back bro. to the beef with Damian Lillard, bro. Paul Thank George you, had no right getting involved in that, man. And the Thank reason you. is, you know what Dame does in big moments, bro. He sent you home last year. Don't rise up to that kid, bro. And me, I'm on the mind to that boy. If you can talk it, walk it, man. And Paul man. George has not done that, bro. Fair enough, obviously, Damian Lillard hasn't been the Damian Lillard that we've known in these playoffs, but he's still been like, all right, but Paul George, bro, three games of absolute nonsense. As in... This is supposed to be Kawhi's Robin, bro, and he's done absolutely this for him. Right now, he's I don't he's not even the third option for that team right now, bro. If I'm being completely honest, New Orleans been stepping up to that plate and doing what he can do in it, but bro, this hey, has hey, last episode, what did I say to you, man? What? I said Lou Williams is the number two option. Nah, I mean, it's a joke, bro. It's, it's it's a joke, and this isn't even this is not a shock. It's not a shock to us because. When he was at OKC, it was the same old thing. And of course, um, you're saying the shoulder injury, blah, blah, blah. And I do hear that, man. But we're seeing the same thing here. And this one here, he has no excuse, bro. There's no injuries that I personally know of. If anything, he's in a better system and a better Hey, team you know he came out OKC. He came out um, at a press conference with, like, ice yeah, on with, his shoulder. With the, with the, with the, bro, I don't want yeah. to hear that, bro. That's I don't want to hear that. And then, and then he was I, talking I about... I'm not James Harden. Uh, I don't. If I don't score the ball, da, 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 da. did you even see that? No. Do you know what it is? This is what it comes down to. Bro. No, but this is this is what it comes down to. Just to, and obviously this is this is me and I, obviously I don't want to be the one to do it. But just for the sake of the debate and for the conversation, if I do cut him some slack, I think some some blame needs to go towards Doc Rivers as well, fam. Fam, what he needs to do? Uh, listen, listen, listen. What what I believe he needs to do is, fam. In this, in going into now, what are they going into now? Game five. Going into game five, run some early plays, yeah, which gets Paul George to the line, gets Paul George to the basket early so that he gets into his rhythm, fam. Stop always giving him plays where he's taking these contested frees that obviously when he's in form, he'd make and he'd start shaking and all of that. But fam, Get him, get him the ball in. Give him open looks, basically. Like, fam, a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys on the Clippers, like I've seen Marcus Morris take open looks. I've seen Lou Wills have, Lou Williams have, Lou Williams have open frees. Like, get him open looks where but, he gets back into his rhythm, fam. And also, just to add, fam, we obviously know Paul George is more than just an offensive outlet for that team. Like, he doesn't just score. Like, fam, he is a very good mm-hmm. defender at the end of the day and can take the toughest assignment in it. So that's just me yeah. from the other but, side. No, Daniel, Daniel, in as much as I do hear that, you have to remember, yeah, the difference between Paul George and a player like Lou or, or, um, or Morris is the fact that Paul George and Kawhi... I was worried about those guys. Bro, Paul George and, Pawa- and, and Kawhi, sorry, um, they're superstars, isn't it? And what do superstars give you? They give you gravity. What that means is that when they have exactly. the ball, they create so much attention from the, op- and the, from the opposition that... You have to focus more on them than other players. The reason why George won't get that kind of opportunity is because when you're on a team with the Clippers and you have two superstars, you have two players that pull in so much gravity. That gives the other players that luxury. But if Paul George is in this kind of slump here and you want him to, to have the role of a of a Lee Williams or a or a Marquis, it won't work because 
there's only one player in that team that is then getting that gravity, which is Kawhi. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? My point no, is no, that, no, like... Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah, throwing the my... other side and I get you, 100%. No, I, 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 agree. I, I do, I do 100% here, 100% here, and I do think that um, early in Game 5, Doc should try and get him into his rhythm, innit? But I'm not giving that as, a, as an excuse to pull pro. Like, yeah. you're someone that's considered a superstar, bro. Like, you're a, you're a perennial all-star in this league. And you're currently having the worst player series that we've seen from an all-star. Since Bob Cousy. Since, like, since, since segregation, fam. They said since segregation. I'm not even going to consider um, I, I, Chris Mudden because he's, he's a, what, two-time all-star or whatever. But fam, yeah. this from Paul George has just since, been ridiculous. Since, since that, Jim Crow, bro, fam. Um, bro, to even address you your point out, a little bit more, Daniel, yeah. Paul George got his most of his points early on in game four, if you remember. True. He scored a couple, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? He got a couple shots early. He didn't score until overtime. Yeah, after that. Two, and he scored two points in overtime, I think it was. So who, it was, who are you he, really he trying was, to blame? Do you know what's mad? Do you know what's mad? Bro, I didn't know he was playing. Like he he didn't want the ball, bro. Like I know bro. And the mad thing is Doc Rivers was saying. We want you to be aggressive. Paul George is saying, what, you want me to keep clanging? Johnny's confidence went. Fam, and bro, you might know the saying, bro, shoot or shoot, fam. But fam, if you've got no confidence, bro. Fam. And, and fam, you've you got to remember, this is only the first series, bro. They still bro, got round to play, one. They, got, they still got to play round two. They still got to play the finals, the, the conference bro. finals. And they still what I would say... The, what I would say, finals, though, for bro. them is that they're, they're, because they're facing... If they could come out of this... Round they're lucky it. they'll face the Jazz exactly, and I think they will make the finals in it to get them saying comfortably. So, Western like, Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm saying because they're having such a hard round one, their round two won't be as hard if they can make it there in it. And that's like, let's say the but reward. Daniel, 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 you say this though, but fam, it's sport, bro, and you, sometimes you can't really predict, of course. But, saying, but Josh, you know, this, you this know, the Jazz team that are playing very, very well, as of well, course, man. of course. But you know better than anyone that when, when we're talking about the best. The best of the best, fam. It only takes a series for you to get back into your form, fam. Back, get back into your rhythm. Mm-hmm. And the Jazz, if they do make it there, of course, they still need to make it there and deal with the Mavs. But if they do make it there, fam, you know better than anyone to bet against the Clippers, against the Jazz. To even bet against the Sweet, fam, is, is even maybe uh, like a... Uh, no, of, of uh, course, no, of course. Yeah, but it'll probably be a gentleman. Yeah, yeah, gentlemen, gentlemen. No, but gentlemen. think about it. Before, before we started this series, bro, we were looking at this as a gentleman sweep as well. True. The thing is, yeah, I didn't want to be. I'm not gonna say I said uh, I told you so and all of this. I didn't want to be the one to say, ah, oh, the Mavs are gonna give them a tougher game than they thought. But I always knew that it wouldn't be an easy series. It wouldn't be a full one. Like I just knew it wouldn't be like that. Man. But so, yeah, no, so, you, so you guys, from a neutral, from a neutral standpoint, if you are the Clippers, how are you approaching Game Five? And on? listen, for me, if the Clippers don't show that they can strap up. They're, they're cementing the fact that they're frauds, fam, because this is going to be the second game in a row that there's no Kristaps, and you're, they're telling me you still don't know how to guard them. You know it's going to be Luca, 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 probably guys knocking down open shots. And the Clippers are supposed to be this vaunted defense, great defense. If we're being honest, the most important uh, aspect of defense protecting the rim, they ain't got no one that can protect the rim. But do you know what that the Darren, the, the magic, do, do you know what they're doing wrong? Or. Do you know the, what they're failing to to kind of counter? It's the fact that the Mavs, if you look at it, yeah, if you look at their roster going down there, fam, they've got guys who can knock shots literally from one to flipping how many guys on the roster. I agree, roster, you get what I'm but saying? the perimeter is supposed to, I mean, the Clippers are supposed to have the best perimeter defense, defense in the league. league. No, it's true. 
Do you know what I'm saying? At least if you can't protect the rim, at least show us your strength. That's why credit has to go to the rest of the roster, fam, to the to the supporting unit, fam, because they're all the Mavs. bro. The Mavs, yeah, deep it, yeah. The last player of the game, Trey Burke, who was the best shooter. Um, I think he had the best. I even think he had the best um, shooting percentage in the in the last game. He wasn't even on the. Because he was getting to the rim at will, by the at way. At will, he, was, he, was, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't even on the court for the for the last play. That just goes to show that they've got. Snipers, or they've literally got snipers, fam. A, a solid supporting cast. You feel you thought I was mad when I was saying, fam, the Lakers should trade their whole supporting cast for that Mavs supporting cast. That no, much, I, I was even deep in that. Yeah, we'll basically be sacrificing defense for offense, but you know, yeah, yeah, no, of course, of you course, know what I'm saying? but what I will say, I, I'm I know exaggerating about but, yeah. them knocking down shots. I know what you're saying about them knocking down shots, but the Clippers are supposed to be the best defense, perimeter defense in the league. If anyone is supposed to counteract that, it should be them. Yeah. Without mm. without Kristaps Porzingis, and they're struggling. Yeah. Mm. Like for yeah. me, there's no excuses, man. There's no. I, I I I do I do think the key for the um the Clippers, obviously, of course, um stopping Doncic. But I think the way in w- the way in which you have to do that will probably have to be you have to play physical on him, man. Um, yeah, you, you have to play hard on him. You have to force him to take contested shots. He's not very good um, making contested shots. Um, you got to force him to get the ball up early, which might mean picking him up as soon as he crosses half court. Not because of his shooting ability, but just his ability to um, make the pass. Yeah. Obviously, we do know that the Mavericks often um, their go-to play is that is that high pick and roll um, with yeah. um, uh, Boban or Kleber as well, which yeah. obviously gives Doncic much more room to to find those snipers. So I do think yeah, the key for them is literally just to to wear down on Doncic because. But the scary thing is, though, the scary thing is, is that naturally would say, take out their most dangerous player and you'll be all right. But we saw in game, I think it was game two, yeah. uh, where Doncic got into foul trouble and he was out for basically a whole quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were still doing that, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel so like... What, what excuse is there for that? But by then, but no then, the, issue the, is, the, the, the issue is, is that by that had, by that time, you had already allowed Luca to get into a rhythm already, and mm. when Luca clicked, the whole team clicked, and the team were, were, were already clicking, man. So I think, I, I think, yeah, but I know, but I, as in, he's out from the third quarter, but they still have two quarters to warm up. So if you if you can stop him early and stop him getting himself oh, yeah, and the rest yeah, of the yeah. team into a rhythm early, then Jamie, you know I, mean? I, I do think the Clippers will win this series, isn't it? But um, same, same, same. Yeah, man. I mean, boy, credit to the Mavs, isn't it? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I think the Clippers will win the series as well, but I think a lot of that comes down to the fact that Chris Tapps ain't been healthy because this mm. is going to be, I think, the second game one. Half of the, and game that's one. That's what I'm saying. He missed half of game one. He missed game four, and obviously he's about to miss game five. Yeah. It could easily have been 3-1 been to the Mavs, you know, easily. Bro, mm. right now. This yeah, is my thing, but, but um, let's move on to, to the next series, man. Uh, which one do you man want to get into? I was going to just speak about the Lakers quickly. I, uh, the reason why is because I just want to make a point that obviously, fam, obviously it was Kobe's birthday. They were remembering Kobe. Obviously, um, a fit and tribute, 24 and Mamba 8. Day. Mamba Day, literally. They got that 24 and 8. Um, I think it was called... Hey, them jerseys are fire, by the way. Peng, bro. I think they sold out in yeah. like minutes, fam, or even seconds. Yeah. So, um, yeah, nah. 24 and 8. It's obviously a fit and tribute to... To Kobe, his family, and whatnot, and fam, just important to remember that fam, we lost a true legend, man. Not just in basketball, mm. just in sport in general, innit? So obviously, mm. hold tight, Kobe and his family. 
and yeah, man. But in terms mm. of the game and in terms of the basketball, fam, like it's LeBron being LeBron, AD being AD, and it's, it's it's what we already knew. The first thing I'm gonna say is, like, watch the narrative change. And I, before Darren sent me a tweet by Nick Wright, yeah, I already I told him I said it. I said watch the man them say Portland are just an eighth seed now. They're just the eighth seed. They're lucky they're, to be they're, in they're the lucky playoffs. To be in the playoffs. They shouldn't have even made it anyway. Blah, blah, blah. This, this and this. This, this and that. Fam. Portland still had... They had a Nurkic who was able to come back. Obviously, they didn't have Trevor Ariza. They didn't have Rodney Hood. But they had Nurkic come back. They had Dame in the form of his life. They had CJ McCollum playing well. Mello. Mello. Fam. They had getting big shots from Mello. Even Hassan Whiteside contributing to being a, a rim protector. Because obviously, Nurkic couldn't do that for them. Had him there as well. So, boy... That Portland team was definitely a dangerous team. So let's not change the narrative and make it seem like Portland were not dangerous. No, fam, the Lakers are just showing why it was right to go with them as like favourites, fam. You have to remember that the Lakers were in the eight games of the bubble, fam. They really had nothing to play for. Like it wasn't like um they, they the number had... one seed was basically sewed up after they beat the Clippers. Yeah, it was wrapped up then. And on top of that, Portland were in the form of their life. Every single game they played was a game seven. Do you get what I'm saying? And they also what they were they were I think they were averaging um they were each so their points every game was 126, something like that. Yep. So yep. like this team offensively And now was, bro, it's down to like 98. It's 102, 102 still. Oh yeah. But 24 points, bro. That's a mad thing still. Sam, to bring them down to 20. They went from the best offense in the bubble to the worst offense in the bubble. Exactly. In, in one series. And one thing I want to point out to Josh here, Josh, I don't know if you knew this though, but we have four of the top seven players with the best offensive rating. So that's Kyle Kuzma, Caruso, AD, and LeBron. Like that's mm. four of the top seven in terms of defensive rating. That shows how mm. solid our defense is looking right now. Obviously, yes, again, I will say that the only worry is probably our shooting perimeter shooting. That always that will always be a worry. And obviously, until we start knocking down shots consistently, um, once we get into the latter stages, obviously maybe the next round against the Rockets or the finals against Clippers or the even NBA finals against the Bucks, it could come and haunt us. But as long as you have AD and LeBron on the floor, let's not forget like these are two of the best, let's say top five, top seven players in the league. And they suit each other to a T. Like if you wanted a man and woman relationship and you didn't know what you were looking for in terms of Where are you going? Where in you terms going? of playing style, in terms of playing style, <laughs> this relationship works the best. There's not gonna be any arguments. There's not gonna be is, any that is the there's, worst there's not gonna be I've any disputes. There's not gonna be any they're not who's gonna fight over washing the plates, who's gonna fight over cooking, who's gonna fight over like take, picking up the kids at school. Perfect relationship. <laughs> Match made in heaven fam. Literally man. I love the worst man. analogy Just does it hate man. The Laporte argument Josh, you're still high in it. Oh my God. But, um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, nah, man, literally, I, I think I think the Lakers, there's, there's, there's not too much to say, man. Um, obviously, we were kind of concerned after game uh, after the game one loss. Um, I think, like, the, the both of the LA teams, there, there are and there were concerns there. But um, I think we all figured out that they should come out of this series all right. But um, yeah, man, I feel like the Lakers, like LeBron said, man, we're, we're cut from a different cloth, man. Do you know what I'm saying? And 
and they're, they're, they're really starting to show their class. LeBron's really starting to show his class as well. And I said on the last episode as well, man, the one player I'm not concerned about in any dynamics in LeBron, man, when it's time to show up, he will show up, especially against the, 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 the Blazers as well, man. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, one more game, um, get, get Portland out of here and you're good to go, man. It's just, it's just kind of sad that, obviously, Fame had his, uh, his, his injury and I think he went out yesterday as well. Yeah, he's not going to miss the last game. Yeah, I'm yeah, man, which is unfortunate. I'm just from an yeah. a, a entertainment perspective, I do want to see, obviously, two fully healthy sides, man. But um, obviously, credit to Portland, man. You know, they, they, they tried their best. It wasn't their best season. Um, kind of disappointing, actually, considering that they were in the, the conference finals last year. But um, yeah, man, big credit to, to LeBron and the Lakers. I feel like they needed this series just to kind of get the the roughness out. Obviously, like you said, they still got to work on their shoes. Still got to be there because against better teams, they will be punished for that, man. Especially against the Rockets, the Rockets turn up. But um, yeah, man. So well done from, from the Lakers, man. Yeah, I think what you said about Portland <clears throat> is fair about, you know, a disappointing season. But I think, obviously, they were impact, impacted because of um, the injuries during the regular season, man. I think if they were in that 3-4-5-6 area, you know, with OKC, Utah, Denver, they could have got to the second round, you know, maybe made some noise. But um, obviously not against the Lakers. But, um, yeah, man. Lakers are balling, man. I think they, they found their rhythm. Uh, LeBron's pushing the ball up. And that's when the Lakers are at their best uh, in transition. When they get stops and push the ball, um, their Lakers are basically unstoppable. And I think that's why you see Danny Green getting good shots, knocking down shots. KCP now knocking down shots. Because I think earlier on in the series, they basically not re-established their identity. You know what I'm saying? Because as Danny said, in the bubble, they really had nothing to play for. You know what I mean, mm. so they weren't they weren't really pushed to like who are you type of thing, and I think after game one they they deeped it like let's get back to playing our our game, playing D, getting stops, pushing the ball up, um, and taking quick shots because that, that's when the Lakers are dangerous, man. When LeBron's getting blocks at the rim, pushing the ball up, AD's getting blocks, pushing it up. That's when the Lakers are nuts, man. And um, <clears throat> we're seeing more AD at the five which is another key development because I think we're going to need to see that. And um, JaVale and Dwight are playing playing really well as well, man. Like, combined, I think they gave, like, 18 and 12 or something along them lines. <laughs> so the JR, JR was knocking down shots yesterday, so... Yeah, JR knocked down a few shots. Hopefully, um, he, he gets hot because if Vogel's going to keep giving him minutes, he's going to need to, to knock down I'm, shots. I am surprised. Time. What do you think about, like... Um, why do you think Waiters isn't getting the minutes that we thought he would be getting? It's because you don't play defense. Vogel's all about the defense. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah. he's, he's the kind of guy. If you can't, if he can't trust you or, or defensively, he, he don't he don't want to play you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's why you now you see Kuzma getting more minutes and more responsibility because he developed his defensive plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I hear but um, yeah, I think it, it will be definitely interesting to um. You know, see the next round because it's LeBron. Like, obviously, go on. No, finish off, finish off your point. No, I'm just saying. I was gonna say Houston in it, but obviously that series is tired. So, yeah, you know, we'll, maybe we'll, we can we'll, transition to that series. We're gonna get there. Last question though. So, what do you man? Do you man think um, LeBron's still the best player in the game, including the guys? I've always, I've, 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 always I've always said that. Yeah. Thank you, Josh. I've, I've always said that, bro. Short-term, uh, short-term memory is a real thing, but not for me, man. I'm sorry, man. LeBron is still the best player in the game, bro. 
I don't give a heck. Appreciate He's still it, the best player in the league, bro. I don't give Appreciate a heck. that, man. I make, sure, I make sure I make sure I let him know in it. Yeah, <laughs> give my love to Bronny and them man as well. <laughs> so ooh, what are you trying to move on to a little bit of Philly discussion or should we talk about the, the let's, Rockets? Let's, 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 wrap up, let's wrap up the West, man. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, Rockets, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, come. Let's, let's finish up so, with the Rockets. Rockets, okay, see. Yeah. No, yes. and we gotta talk Denver, Utah as well. Want to lead the charge in this one. Hold on, before yeah, you say it. No, before you speak, Josh, yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to say... Again, it's not an I told you so. I'm not even trying to make this into an argument. But even though we thought that this series was going down like with a down like a whimper, it's come back now. It's resurrected. And it's because of the three main guys yeah. on the OKC. Chris Paul, Shea and Schroeder, innit? They're, they're putting up mm. quality points quality, and they're producing... Fam, what we wanted to see from Chris Paul, I think Darren was tweeting about it and saying it, like he's not taking it, t- taking over games. He's not mm. being the floor general that he, not, exactly. he has shown to be throughout his career. And that's what we've seen from him in the last two games, fam. He's been able to show. It, it means more now. What, what we were expecting from game one, the fact that this these, this team shagged him, the fact that Harden voided him off, like that's that's what we we're hearing. We don't know the full details, but obviously that's how we see it as neutrals. The fact that Harden boyed him off, the fact that the Rockets boyed him off, and said he was the problem as to why they didn't win and go forward, fam. That's what I thought. That's the energy I thought he was going to come with with that OKC team, and obviously try and make it more of a competition. I genuinely thought the series was done when it was two 0 up, but they've they've proved me wrong and they've shown me what I thought was initially going to happen, and that the OKC they're they're like a. They're basically the I think they're the like the heat of the of the West. Like they're a team you just don't want to face because you don't know how to kind of approach the game. They've got all these young G's on the team. Guys, exactly. Guys that maybe haven't shown themselves or proved themselves in other teams, but they work in a perfect system now. Mm. So like fam, we have a series, man. We have a series. And like the OK, right. if the OKC aren't careful, if they go three two down tomorrow, bro, you're gonna have to call Westbrook. Hey, and I know, I know you man seen the numbers of when Dort is guarding Harden, fam, and the the clips as well. Dort is 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 doing a very, very, very good job on Harden mm-hmm. as he had yeah. all year. And I think if, if he can keep that up, this this is going seven games. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, man. I feel like this series here. I, I'm 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 not gonna backtrack. I said before the series started that I'm not concerned about this. I said when we're 2 0 up, that we're not concerned about this. Now it's 2 2, I'm still not concerned, man. Um, for me personally, the two games that they've won, they were very tight games. Um, took some regular clucks at the end for them to win. Um, and yeah, of course, obviously, when with, with the system that we do play, when the you could you could argue that the biggest biggest component isn't available, um, it does hinder you quite a bit. And I do feel like that's why uh, OKC have been able to come in and. Um, Take the edge in these past two games. So, so, one point. Yeah. Just to, just to count all you said, OKC have been the number one clutch team in the league all year. So it's not a yeah. surprise that they're winning close games. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly, more time. Exactly. If it is a close game, they will come out on top. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thanks for that, man. But um, what was I even saying? Um, yeah, man. Mostly with, with Westbrook's absence, it does hinder us quite a bit because obviously the. The, the offensive bulk is on Harden, of course. When he has to sit now, uh, we're going to have Austin Rivers having to um, take the floor, uh, which isn't really his strong point. But um, 
I, I just think that, yeah, man, with, with the way we play, it's literally just, we're such a weird, like, our system is so weird because it's literally a thing where it's hard to say when we play bad and when we don't play and when we play bad and when we play good because they're getting the same games, look every time. Yeah. Yeah, because literally, bro, there's games where I personally feel like we don't play well and we win, and there's games where we play well and we don't win. So it's literally just a matter of whether our shots fall or not. It's literally just, that's literally our game, bro. Like, your shots just have to, have to go, innit? And, um, yeah. That's why I, I, I'm not really concerned, man. And I feel like just based on how we play in the team and how we match up, I feel like we're the better team in the city, of course, innit? Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel like our, our, our shots are going. So I'm, I'm not really concerned. Not, maybe if maybe if he gets the free two to OKC, maybe I might twitch a little bit. But as it stands, what, you're not concerned if it goes seven? If it goes seven, maybe, maybe. What's your prediction? Maybe. Don't sit on the fence, fam. We don't sit on the fence at eyes on the ball. My prediction, my prediction is, I got two. My prediction is either. <laughs> no, one. My, 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 one. What, what, you got one, one, yeah. One. one. What do you think? What what prediction do you want? Do you want my 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 Houston fan prediction or my NBA prediction? Your NBA prediction. Your NBA my analyst M- my, prediction. My NBA analyst prediction is seven games. That's seven my NBA games. But Rockets I don't, take I don't it think we we'll win our, our next two games, huh? The Rockets take it in seven. Yeah, I reckon the Rockets take it inside. Am I mistaken but, in saying that the Rockets, the last three times they've played a game seven, they've lost? I mean, they lost against the, lost the against Warriors. Uh, Warriors. We lost against Warriors twice, I believe. Twice. Because we played them. Yeah. Yeah, but you could say that, but that's, 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 that's the Warriors. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. I don't think that's, it's right. I don't think it's the right stat anyway, but I was just thinking about it, innit? I yeah, think. But, I, it's I'm, a tough I'm, one, I'm, man. I'm, I'm really not concerned. Like, who do you take? Really who do you concerned. take in a game seven series? Westbrook and Harden or Chris Paul and the OKC? Like, Westbrook and Harden. Westbrook and Harden. And do you know another reason why I, I'm not? Really... I don't know. I don't know. No, just that's I'm my thing. You, I'm I'm they've got three guys. Harden. But then you, you could put Eric Gordon in there, innit? And the inexperience of OKC as well. He's got kind yeah, of the other the other reason why I'm not well, not really not concerned, but. I'm kind of children because, bro, I need Westbrook to get as much rest as he needs, bro. I can't lie to you, man. So if we just go to seven games, I won't be stressed because I need him to get his rest, man. Like, so what? You he's going to be pivotal going forward, man. I'm, nah, no shot. No. I think the you only way he comes back in I think, I think the only way he comes back in a series is in the game seven. That's you the know, only if way he comes back you lose, yeah, game five and six, yeah, without Westbrook playing and he could have played, Mike D'Antoni gets sacked. I hope you know that. Probably get sacked anyway. Possibly first round exit against OKC. Yeah, I mean, it's grounds for a sack still. And this what, is Josh. Do you feel like? Do you feel like if Russ does come back, that could have a negative effect because you know your role players have been playing so well. You know, obviously nah, if he comes back, the dynamic changes. I don't think so. Simply because he's been a staple in our in our team this whole year, and so have the role players, man. So I feel like. Just because of a little, just because of what, five, six, seven games. No, we, we, yeah. So like six games where he has been out. I don't feel like him coming back for the seventh game would be detrimental to our team's chemistry, man. Just to I'm ask, not, I think it would be even better, man, because bro, when Westbrook plays, we're we're a different side, man. Just Open to ask, shot. just to ask a last Literally. question before we move on. Um, so what do you, man, think? Yeah, the lack of a ring. So what do you think a ringless Harden? What does that do to his legacy? Due to his NBA career, how does um, that change it? 
Harden with no ring will go down as a... Do you think he'll go down as the greatest scorer of all time? Because some people are even saying he's the greatest think scorer than Michael. Time anyway. Some people think he's think, the greatest scorer than Michael. Nah, I think he's a top five scorer, but I don't, he's not yeah. better than KD. He's not a better scorer than KD. He's not a better scorer than, than Michael. Um, he's not a better scorer than Kobe. Um, exactly. I put him in the top three, you know. I can't lie to you. Maybe probably Kobe. I don't know who the top three is in it, but listen. Michael, KD, Kobe, bro. Exactly. And even Kareem's a better scorer than um, Harden as well. Let's do let's do new school in it. And he's the best ISO scorer in history, though. That's guaranteed, isn't it? In my opinion, he's the best ISO scorer in history. But in terms of I don't even know about ball, that, fam, because Kobe and MJ yeah. were ISO kings as well. Nah, nah bro, nah, man, nah, nah, nah. Um, just because he's a step back three feet, don't mean that he's no, not ISO fam, king. You, you only need one move, in my opinion. I don't think that you should what? take it away from him. You only, no. fam, if if your one move is unstoppable. Because his step back is going to go and down. Let's not forget on. that one move has also got him kicked out of the playoffs year after year. Because he tries to persist with it and it shakes him. Yeah, but we're not, know, we're t- we're, when we're talking about like. Well, we're not talking about the greatest of all time in terms of the. As in the player, where we're looking at every single. Um, yeah, just scorer. We're just talking about literally his scoring ability, you know, ISO scoring or literally his scoring ability, his ability to get to the basket, innit? And he's one of the best to ever do it, man. And and don't don't no, confuse don't like don't don't confuse scoring in a clutch with overall ISO scoring. Because yeah, exactly. Like Kobe and Jordan, That's what I'm saying. That most of their ISOs are coming when they're reading the basket. And Kobe's Kobe's inefficiency, Kobe's inefficiency as well in the clutch is is a, is a point to, to to make mention of. So like you say, but what I will say is what I will say is, them man can also ISO in the mid range. We don't see that from James Harden. And we know that's, that, that's, that's where all the great scorers get their buckets from. I, I, I do agree. I do agree. But that's a system-based yeah. thing, though. And plus, three points is more than two points, man. Yeah, but I don't mean that you should be hitting two out of two, ten threes. Two is more than nothing, fam. You know that's what they always see. Fam, I'm yeah, telling true, you. But at the same time, you want to move like Harden isn't one of the best in the league. Don't like say you, man. I, I'm on Harden's side. Percentage-wise, percentage Harden's not a great free Bro, he's on... Theory. How many scoring titles does this season make it for? Yeah, probably. Three or Fam. four. I think this might be his third one. Yeah, yeah, so, boy, like... You can't That's take that line. No, I, I know he's a great scorer, fam, but I just think he doesn't have the versatility in his scoring. That's why he's not the same I guy think you make a great point. The one, the one the number, point that, the one the point numbers go down that. in the playoffs because he doesn't have the, a mid-range game. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the problem. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's that he doesn't have one. No one in the Rockets team takes the mid-range shot. But, nah, but if we haven't seen no one, yeah. have, if Westbrook takes it, you think Harden can't take it? Yeah. No, but my point my point is is that Westbrook is the only one that's exempt from that rule, bro. Our rule is free or layup, fam. That's it. Josh, if we don't yeah, that see that's down to Harden, fam. If Harden, Harden had a mid-range game, Mac D'Antoni is not telling him don't use your mid-range. Yeah, yeah Josh, if, if we if, buckets from it. if we don't see it, that's how I see it as well. If we don't see it from you. You don't have it in it until I see it. You don't have it. No, yeah, but that's yeah. harsher because Westbrook doesn't take threes for a reason, fam. His layups and mid range. Everyone yeah, else but, is free, but, but that's exactly that. That's that's my point. That Harden also doesn't take mid range for a reason because he ain't. I, I don't want to say he hasn't got it in this game because I feel like he does. Obviously, his handle sweet, but he doesn't go to it enough, fam. And 
Yeah, that, that's a detriment for me. And that's look at look at what we talk about. What, what we talk about, Chris Paul, fam. That versatility in terms of his mid range, that mid range game, bro. If Chris Paul gets to the elbow, just shout me in it. Shout me. Well, remember the and shot look he at shot. All the best look at, look at fam. hold on. Look at the shot over Harden, fam. Do you get what I'm saying? To, to close out the game, fam. That's the game exactly. That's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, he needs that but, shot, um, man. But we don't know why he don't, we don't see it. Let's let's touch on the um, Jazz Nugget series a little bit to wrap up the West. Boy, Obviously, in, very in, individually, boy. That's a series, bro. Just looking at series, the, two, the two guys, bro. Series. Them two guys going back to back. I've never seen boy. anything like it, fam. Um, them and yeah, are really yeah, increasing their stock. Really increasing fam, the, their the, stock. the first the first two in history to ever score fifty games both in a playoff game, bro. Fifty points, yeah. Oh. I think the only the only comment I have is that, fam, let's not forget that Donovan Mitchell in his rookie year knocked out OKC, Westbrook, Melo, and in Paul George. Rookie year. In his rookie year. So bro, this guy has shown that he's a he's a he's a bagsman, isn't it? Like I like to I like to use that term. Like he's he's a guy who could you can count on in it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he's especially showing that he sh- exactly, especially in the playoffs, he's showing that the pressure doesn't mean anything to him in it. So I think people forget that we kind of see Donovan Mitchell is that player, yeah, because he doesn't get flashy numbers in the regular season. You almost forget about him. Like you literally I forget know, about him. I think because he doesn't have the the beautiful playmaking. Like he's not. And that's improved massively, exactly. In this series, that's improved massively. In this series, we've seen this brother. That's what I'm saying. That people need to understand that Donovan Mitchell is as good as any young player in the league. Obviously, probably not Luca, but he's good as any young. All this um, Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell ain't in the same same conversation. That's nonsense, man. Because if we're looking at skill set only, LeBron's skill set ain't great. You know what I'm saying? As far as his skill set, it's not great. But he comes up big, fam, because he understands moments, he understands the game. Donovan Mitchell, fam, year after year in the playoffs, the guy comes up big, fam. And yeah. that's super valuable, fam. I know we might talk about skill set, skill set, you know, what you're able to do, but if you're not able to, if it doesn't translate to, you know what I mean, playoff basketball, clutch situations, fam. And Devin Booker's never even been to the playoffs, so. Yeah, man. Donovan Mitchell is a good any young player. I think, I think, I think, I think Mitchell reminds me of a young D Wade, man. With a free, with a free. Yeah, in the way that he doesn't shy away from the pressure. Um, in big moments, he's always there. He's always available. And just a, if you remember, young D Wade, bro, they call him the Flash for a reason, bro. When, he, when he's driving rim, to that rim, bro, it's a it's myth, mad. bro. Like it's a myth, mad. And um, yeah, I'd love to see that. And the thing is, I knew as well that with, with the addition of Mike Conley. It would enhance his game in, in, in some format. Me, I just thought that he'll probably get more off-ball screens and stuff and off-ball shots. But I think he's definitely taken on that that role of being that second facilitator when Mike Conley isn't available. Man, you have to see it, man. You have to see. Nah, hundred. But um, you got to shout out Jamal Murray as well, man. Obviously, fifty points yeah, game and a loss. Yeah. But he has been. I think he's like top three in fourth quarter scoring. These playoffs, like whenever it's the fourth quarter. He is getting the ball and he's getting you buckets. Bam, like, this guy doesn't Murray. fear anyone, bruv. He doesn't fear God. Bam. <laughs> like, he's just fearless, bro. And he's so young as well. Like, it's scary, bro. Like, and um, his shot, you, you, you were talking about MPJ having a clean shot. This guy's shot is pure, bro. Like, as in, his form is beautiful, fam. He's not a forget. player, man. He's a player. Let's not forget, though, that MPJ, that's, that was my pick, fam, for, like, breakout. Fam, this guy can score, fam. Like, he's a very, very good oh, Hey, Daniel. To go back to my point, and you bring up MPJ, him and Jokic have been getting 
bullied on defense. Yeah, like that's the game to game, they're oh my days. If you if, watch the next game, Jokic is basically a non-factor because Donovan Mitchell takes it to the rim every time. No one can. We've known, we've known this. Like, that's that's it. Jokic's weakness. His his inability. And if that's it. getting you kicked out in the first round of the playoffs against yeah. Donovan Mitchell and a, and a, an injured Utah Jazz team. Yeah, you got to realize. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think, I think as well as that for your kids. I think Gobert is a tough, tough matchup for him, man. Simply because, bro, Gobert is all of him, bro. He gets blocks. He's athletic. Um, yeah. He's just a constant nuisance, man. I feel like there's a reason why he's a defensive player of the year candidate because I think. Wait, did he win it this year? No, no, no. He no, won't no. win it this year, but he won it the last two years. Yeah, bro, exactly, bro. And fam, there's a reason for that, man. I feel like for a player like you, because I think literally Gobert is his trip tonight, man. Just just in the way you play, man. Yeah, but boy, oh boy. The way him and Michael Porter are getting bullied on, on, on D. Like, you saw Michael Porter Jr. got taken out of the starting lineup. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Because he was getting chewed up, fam. And uh, Jokic, the same thing. If the Nuggets get knocked out in the first round and it looks as though that will happen, being three one down, what do, what do you think the problem is with the Nuggets? Do you think it, because they're, they're, I think they're probably the most promising young side in the league? Do you think it's just a yeah, matter of inexperience? It's, 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 it's not even the inexperience for me. It's just the matchups, man. It, it don't shoot them. The Jazz is literally yeah. one of the worst teams they could have gone up. I think I think they're the one team that have tried this like renovation whereby they're trying to go long one to five, um, in hoping mm. that I think that's the current like trend of the NBA. You think that that is um, maybe a premature uh, renovation for the Nuggets? I don't want to. I don't want to be too reactionary, here, but I think having Jokic as your five man that's going to play a bulk of the minutes is a problem, fam. Because that? that should be the. He should be the. Your five man should be the fulcrum of your defense. You know what I'm saying? Protecting the rim, and hopefully he can push out on the perimeter and contest a couple shots here and there. Jokic does neither. Do you know what I'm saying? So, remember last year, even against the Spurs, that went seven games. He, he struggled. Got yeah. knocked out against Portland. Like, fam, I, I don't know, man. I like, I like them. I'm not saying that Jokic is obviously like a bad, bad player. I just think they need to surround him with the right kind of pieces. Um, their defense definitely needs to improve. And I think they're going to need to trade a couple of their youngies to improve the defense. Because it's yeah. like they have to choose between offense and defense. Do you know what I'm saying? When they make changes. That's why Michael Porter Jr. had to come out of the lineup. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, man, makes sense. Fam, I say we move on to the East and um, just to make quick mention of obviously the Raptors, that series obviously fully done now. We, meant, we made mention of the Raptors and said that, fam, they're, they're, no one should sleep on the Raptors, fam. They're still the defending champs. They've, they've kind of... Not that they look better without Kawhi, but they're almost like, fam. If imagine adding a superstar yeah, to the old machine. Yeah, but imagine adding a superstar to that team now. Like that team would be almost like unstoppable. unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the Raptors definitely one to watch. I don't yeah. think we spend too long on them. I think the Bucks. I don't know. Did you want to speak about the Bucks? But I, I was thinking the Bucks. It's kind of like now they've kind of, I won't say got into their rhythm, but they. You know when you've just got the better players and the better team, it's obviously yeah, going to yeah. show. Do you get what I'm saying? The Magic aren't a great exactly. team, especially in the seven game series. Especially when they're missing Aaron Gordon as well. So like, what would you guys and think Jonathan Isaac? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was going to get onto. Philly is the main, obviously, point. 
of discussion in the East. Yeah, the Heat as well. The they Heat got swept. swept. Yeah, the Heat swept. The yeah, Heat swept the yeah, That yeah, was disappointing. Heat. That that was disappointing. Very disappointing. disappointed me still. Disappointing me still. But yeah, TJ Warren coming looking like Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Yeah, I think I think it was harsh. You know, they struggled basically without the bonus, isn't it? Because I think he would have been a bad matchup for the Heat. Because obviously they have guys like Crowder. Who would have been guarding and stuff? And I think the bonus would have chewed up. Um, Oladipo hurt. I think if you know, I think they would have put up more of a fight if they were healthy. But um, you know, TJ Warren can't um, be the guy. Watch out for the Heat, bro. I'm telling you, these men are a problem, fam. I'm telling yeah, you, they're gonna, um, there's going to be an this playoffs, bro. And I won't, I won't bet against it being the Heat, but I can't lie to you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Duncan Robinson best shoot in the league. I've said it. What did I say? He's the best shooter in the league. Yeah. Hands down. I'm at the bio. One rebound away from the, from the heat from the heat record, fam. Nah, man. These yeah, man, I'm nah. telling you, bro. They are. And you have to think as well. Like, there's been times where Jimmy's been hurt or he's been out for 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 an extended period of time, and these lot still perform, man. Like, as a team, you know, they're been just so for solid, man. Dragic has been balling. Goran Dragic, in it, yeah. Because they put him in the starting lineup um, when Kendrick Nunn. I don't know what happened to him, but he left the bubble. Um, and Dragic has been balling, fam. Philly yeah. could do with a guy like that. The Lakers could do with a guy like that. Just just a steady guy who can start, come off the bench, get you buckets. Um, and just a consistent, consistent point guard, man. Yeah, he yeah. are dangerous, fam. He no, are dangerous. Yeah, like you said, man, in terms of like which team is at a crossroads now, and at a serious crossroads, like. And it's one of them crossroads where you think they've almost chosen their path. Philly, man, 76ers. I don't know what it is with them. I, I, like, it's more than just second Brett Brown. Because even if you do get a Ty Lue or even Greg Popovich himself, um, like maybe you go that far. Like they've 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 made tremendous mistakes. They've they've gone all oh, in. Gone all in when they might not necessarily had to go all in. They need, maybe needed to take some time. One thing I did some research right. into today is I deep that the Jimmy Butler deal was was a choice. They chose Tobias Harris over Butler. So even if Butler didn't want to stay, fam, sometimes fam, you go against the player's will and fam, you do what you need to do. Fam, to, you do a DeAndre Jordan, lock him in the house and tell him we need in. you, bro. Fam, you want to win saying? a chip, like. Like literally, so after seeing that, I was thinking, bro, this team, this, these guys flopped. Front front office, I said it. I, I said it goes all the way back to um, trading for Butler for and losing Cyrich and Covington. And obviously, yep. yes, you say you're getting Butler, but you need to ensure that you need to make sure your house is in check. Your house is in check so that when you get a star like Butler, he knows mm-hmm. what he's coming into and he knows that he's staying. If you and he wants Butler, to stay. And he wants to stay. You make him want to stay. If, if you watch the... The JJ, him and JJ Reddick, the podcast. Um, yeah. Butler talks about how Brett Brown don't even run the ship. He don't control yep. his team. No accountability. No accountability. And that's been the same theme this season, by the way. Same theme. Bro, I, and I said it like, obviously this is a different point, but there's a reason why I said I would take Jimmy Butler over Paul George. And the, the basic reason is the fact that he recognises what is needed to be successful. He knows, what he, he knows what he needs to win. And now he's in a situation with the Heat, yeah, where that Heat team looks so good. No one's talking about Jimmy Butler being a problem. No youngster saying Jimmy Butler is a, is a problem in the locker room. He, and it's a coincidence that, that's on a winning team. 
And it's a coincidence that the two teams he has left look terrible. <laughs> look, exactly. The Timberwolves and the Philly fam. Like, yeah. I, 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 like, obviously, we don't want to be repetitive, but if I ask a question to you guys now, like for both of you to answer, what do you do? Do you blow this team up? Do you give Ty Lue a chance to see what you can do with a bleeder Simmons and Horford? Fam, what do you I do? Feel, I, I feel like the, the Sixers are a team that, the one thing that have complicated their situation, man. It's as simple as this, isn't it? Get Brett Brown the hell out of there for one. Just get him the hell out of there. His time is he's gone. gone. I already he's, said, gone. He's, gone. he's gone. He's already gone. He's, he's done. Gone. Yeah, get, them, get him the hell out of there. And then look at your team and find complementary pieces. It's not that hard, bro. It's not like they have to go out and find all stars. We've seen they, teams. I mean, like you say that, Josh. You say that, Josh. But it's tough. Like, no, no, but fam, no, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, isn't it? It's not every day you're, you're going to find the right complementary pieces here. But what they've gone for is powerhouses. Like, fam, look at their team. Look at. Do you remember that starting lineup when they had Jimmy Butler, bro? They had, they had Jimmy, Ben, they had Al Horford, they had Embiid. Like, no. fam, they've gone for powerhouses. All and it, it just doesn't mesh. What you need to do is. Look at who you're building around, Embiid and Simmons. And just build around them, bro. Fam, complementary pieces are, 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 are literally all over the place, innit? You're going to find what you're, what you're looking for, bro. I think that's what you need to do, man. Just go back to the basics, find what complements your players, and rock with that, fam. But do you know why I'm going to have to disagree with that? Let me they've address your question first, then. They've, they've done themselves because they've tied in Tobias and Horford to these crazy contracts. Exactly. And now they're done for, man. Exactly. Just, I mean, going back to your point, Daniel, yeah. about the decisions that they made basically to just tarnish their... They basically sabotaged their own future. Mm-hmm. And, and by doing that, um, but one of the first things that they did was they took, if you remember back um, in the draft, they took Okafor over Porzingis, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I know... But Jaleel Okafor, they took, they who took is... Markel, they, they took Markel. Markel Fultz. They traded, they traded picks in addition to basically Jaden Jason Tatum for Markel Fultz. And Markel on top Fultz, of that, think, and on know? top of that, don't forget about Fultz. Now Fultz is in an environment where he's actually doing well. They Playing could well. do with a player <laughs> like Fultz. Do you, what, do you know what is though? Do you know what is? But my only, my only rebuttal getting started is that I don't think Fultz's problem was his environment. I think a family member banged on him. That's genuinely what I think happened to Markel. <laughs> well, for I'm him not, to I'm not, not succeed in Philly. I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah, Philly <laughs> Look at what happened, fam. Like, bro, the guy's shot was fine in college. He comes to the NBA and I'm telling you now, there was something going on behind the scenes. I don't think it was Philly. But bro, I'm boy. telling you, the funniest moment, I don't care, the funniest moment I've seen in basketball is that free throw, yeah? Where he shaked. Where he faked it. He legit did <laughs> He faked it. He got, he got everyone a penalty because they were before he shot. <laughs> bad. Same nah. man. Damn, man. Damn, that is I, but, um, yeah, Daniel, what you were saying about the Sarwich and Covington situation, how can you trade the two only role players that suit your superstars two way perfectly for, for Jimmy Butler and you don't even keep Jimmy Butler? How does that happen? You basically lost the three, even throw JJ Redick in there because they let him go in free agency. Yeah. You lost the four pieces that you had that fit your superstars perfectly and you replaced them with uh, Al Horford and you go and pay Tobias Harris and Max Cole. And it's telling that a vet in JJ Redick picks a project that he probably won't even see the, the fruits of him. He's not a, even a star. He's not yeah, even a star. At the Pelicans for for potential, bro, uh, a Kawhi, a Kawhi rim 
like hitting everything, hitting the iron shot away from getting to the finals and potentially winning it all. Because and I, he didn't want to come back. And he didn't. And he didn't want to come back where he hasn't been. Ben Simmons, the processes now. You're seeing the fruits of that. You got Butler on the. Well, obviously you don't have Butler at the time when he could have picked, but he he basically chose the Pelicans over the Sixers. Uh, um, and Bead and Simmons fan. Do you get what I'm saying? And that just shows that basically. And Jimmy if was I'm right. if I'm not mistaken, that's before he knew Zion was going to the Pelicans. Um, I think they had him. No, no, no. The after, they had him already. After. after. It was after. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, Philly really, really fumbled the bag. In terms of what did they do from now, I don't think you're gonna. Ha- you you have to trade Joel or Ben. That's the only way you're gonna become a championship caliber team. Because right now they're never gonna be bad because you're paying good players excellent money. Do you know what I mean? So you're gonna be good, but you'll never be gonna be good enough. Well, the, to win the way they're set up. The, the owner Elton just came out recently and said that he's gonna try and do what he can to come to keep around. Joel and um, Ben and just build around them, compliment them. So, I mean, bro, for them, it's just every day. Question: it's just, Who it's, are you, man? Keeping? You know who are you keeping? Ben or Joel? I don't know, man. Over there, just process and vibes, man. That's what they know, bro. But I don't know, <laughs> man. I feel like for me, simply because of Ben Simmons, I mean, because of Embiid's health. Uh, I want to keep Simmons now because I feel like Simmons has a lot more development and um, yeah man I feel like yeah Simmons, Simmons is a player I'll keep because you can you can surround Simmons around shooters do you know what I'm saying you know that Simmons is, is, is going to be available man you see and Jordan B I don't know man I hear that I don't know the thing about Embiid though is that I just think in my opinion the reason why I say I keep Embiid and I'll go against you and I understand what Ben Simmons offers but the reason why I keep Embiid is because I believe that this is where it's solely Brett Brown's fault you need a coach that um, you tell Embiid, bro, this is where I want you. Go and, and do that there. This is what you're going to do. Don't, don't. But Daniel, isn't that a problem for you, though? You have a superstar that doesn't even understand where he's supposed to be on the court. But that's sometimes you say, but Embiid is still a young player, fam. Every player needs coaching, fam. And he's not had good coaching. Like, he's not been coached well, bro. He's being trained to think he's... He doesn't even have as good a handles as Jokic, and Jokic is the playmaker for the Nuggets, and he's not even that good at. at but he's not even that good at that. Fam, he's at the top of the key, fam, and you even pointed it out. What's he doing there? Like, what is Dan- he doing? But there? Daniel, Daniel, if, if if you're if you're if you're a GM and you're looking at one of these three players, yeah, wouldn't you be thinking, cool? So I have a player in Ben Simmons who's disciplined. He knows what his, what his role is on the court. Another player in Joel Embiid who he might be a better player if he gets better coaching. Look at it like this. Out. Look at look at it like this. Yeah, if you go in drafts gone by, and if you look at the way GMs work in drafts, fam, you have one guy who can shoot threes. He's a big. He's a big who can shoot threes. He can attack, and he's a very very good rim protector. And I won't say he can guard one through five, but he can guard three to five, three to five ish, kind of. He's not the greatest perimeter defender, but yeah, let's give him. Three. You, have, you have Ben Simmons, and then you have Ben Simmons. He can pretty much guard one to five. He, he can guard one to five. A great playmaker, definitely, but he can't shoot, which is a big thing. Like he literally cannot shoot, and it's not even like Giannis, who's closing the gap and is shooting little by little. He still can't shoot. He's not a good shooter. He's not. He's, he's not to shoot. Yeah, yeah, he has developed though. You know, I disagree with you, Daniel. I think not that. I think. Basically, we see the Ben Simmons blueprint in Milwaukee with Giannis. You've got a basically like a big guy who can handle the ball, basically run the point, get to the rim and cause havoc. You surround him with shooting, 
some defenders, you know you're gonna have a very, very good team. Do you know what I mean? In today's exactly, NBA. Man. Oh, hold on, hold on. Just, just the the point I was trying to get to is there's a reason why GMs pick pigs in it, and it's because of they know what. They know how the market works and how they can get players to surround their big with the correct players. The trend players. is changed, though. Hold on. I know it's I'm changing. Saying, and it's definitely changed. changing. The game is definitely changing. But you have to remember when Ben Simmons was drafted. He was drafted in a time where, fam, Mandem were picking big fans. Um, Porzingis was picked when he shouldn't, uh, when people were saying he shouldn't have been picked, but he showed himself to be one of the one of the guys. Cat was picked by the Cat was picked by the Timberwolves, I believe, as well. Yeah, so, number one. Number one. So, like, fam. What I'm trying to say basically about Ben Simmons is that, and that was the point I was going to come to, yeah. The shooter's point. I understand, yes, you get yourself shooters, you surround your main guy with shooters, but fam, shooters aren't easy to come by, fam. It's actually not that easy. Like, look at, look at, the way I look at it in the NBA as well is the, the scenario you find yourself in. When, when the Cavs had Jay Crowder, we thought we were getting a bona fide shooter, someone who was going to come and knock down threes for LeBron. He was a terrible shooter. I think he even had the worst three-point shooting percentage in the team in the starting yeah. five. He goes to the Miami Heat now. Bro, he's defending. He's shooting. It's it's it's, it's working for him. Like You just don't know what you're going to get mm. from the supposed shooters. From, and then from, the, from your I trusted hit, shooters in the league, you don't know if you're going to get those trusted shooters, innit? That's Daniel, I, I, hear, I hear that, yeah. But when you're looking at it from a financial perspective, when you get these complementary pieces, they're quite... Just cough. You, you're, you're in trouble, man. Yeah, yeah. Did you get everything I just said, um, yeah? Just repeat that quickly for us. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I just yeah. said, yeah, what's it called? The, the thing about this league from, from a financial um, perspective is that when you have complementary pieces, they're easier to move, yeah, yeah. In, in, in the grand scheme. But when you put all your chips mm-hmm. in on guys like Tobias Harris and Alfa, you, you expect to be yeah. big for you, but then they don't, and they're harder to move. It's a bigger issue. End yeah, of the day, crucial... if, 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 Philly, if Philly try filling a few players and it don't work out, they can easily change that, about, change that around. But if you keep getting these big guys and they don't perform for you, you're yeah. going to be in even bigger trouble, man. Yeah. And the, and the crucial... That, that, the that's last what point... they've done, so they can learn from their mistakes. Sorry, go yeah. on, man. Come, the last point I'll make on this is, I think we already know Horford and Embiid don't fit together. Mm. But, and, and there's no way of getting rid of Horford. But I feel like Horford as a five... With Ben Simmons playing like the one or the four, that could be nasty. Do you know what I'm saying? Because Horford yeah. can be um, a big, the only big man, but then he's stretching the big man out. Do you know what I'm saying? So that could yeah, be nasty. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, I think it's easier to put shooters around a point guard who can handle the ball rather than a big man. Do you know what I'm saying? That's more so like um, back in the day type. Like, you know, when Kenny Smith does his analysis, he likes. You give it to the big man in the post, you double, you kick out. That was Kenny Smith's shot, you know what I mean, yeah. from the team. You don't really see that in today's game where the big man is on the post, he gets doubles, kicks it out for free. You know what I mean? It's more so you push the pace in transition, yeah. you find open threes in that way. And that's why I think uh, you go with Ben Simmons, man. Fair enough, man. I hear that. I hear that. But yeah, but, man. Um, it, it's been a great uh, episode, uh, boy. Yeah, man. It's been good, man. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed that. So, obviously... Yeah, wasn't it? Obviously... Playoff basketball, baby. Playoff basketball. Yeah, like, fam, our, our, our next F is going to be, you know what I mean? I think it'll be big, man, from particularly the... the, the, the it'll probably be a preview team. for the second round, you know? Fam, it, that second round is going to be juicy. Fire, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. The teams you expect, but the next episode we do, we could either be talking about game sevens or... Second hey, round. Imagine, imagine Clippers not in the second round. Clippers ain't in the second round, fam. That's big. 
That's boy. Listen, if you're if you're if you're, if you're a Clippers fan, if you're a Clippers fan, I'll even advise you not even to tune in for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> not when I'm coming with my gloves on, bro. You lot oh, are done. No. Bro, I'm hundred percent. But make sure you're following all our socials at Eyes on the Ball TV, Come on. Instagram on everything. Um, make sure you're supporting the family. We're gonna be on YouTube soon, like I keep saying. And yeah, yeah, we're gonna see. You're gonna see the faces to the voices. So a lot of people have been real soon as well. So yeah, man, real soon, real soon. But fam, in a bit, you man. Love, bro. Been great, fellas.